Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Bay Area Podcast, the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place at the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And if you want to find me personally, you can find me at Reichel Radio on Twitter. Now, on this week's show, we're going to be looking at the San Francisco 49ers and their upcoming matchup against the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game, and we will look to provide all of you with important information and statistics that can help everybody make some money in the betting markets. Quick recap of what happened last week, though. We ended up sweeping the board on the 49ers game against the Vikings, and we ended up going 2-0 as we gave out the 49ers minus 7 and the under 44, and both of those cashed pretty easily, so we'll look for some more success in the NFC Championship game. But we're going to start out by talking about the 49ers. This game will be taking place in Levi's Stadium on Sunday after, on Sunday evening, roughly 6.30 p.m. It's the late game on Sunday. 49ers are currently a 7.5-point favorite. They opened up as a 7-point favorite, and the total has gone from 44.5 to 46.5, so you have seen some heavy steam on the over up to this point. Now, recapping what happened with San Francisco last week, they beat Minnesota at home by the score of 27-10. to 10. Jimmy Garoppolo really didn't play that well. He ended up winning his first playoff game despite going 11 for 19 for 131 passing yards with one passing touchdown and one interception. He looked pretty hit or miss after the opening drive. He led San Francisco to a touchdown, and then after that, he threw an interception right before half to Kendricks, which can't happen moving forward. But the entire second half, the 49ers realized that they could just run the ball down Minnesota's throats, and that is exactly what happened. So Garoppolo barely attempted a pass in the second half. Now, leading the ground game was running back Tevin Coleman, who had 22 carries for 105 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. I mentioned in last week's video that I thought Coleman would have a bigger role because of the fact that Shannon has been in the playoffs with him before, so he tends to trust the veteran in these type of spots. And Coleman came through with flying colors as he ended up having 105 rushing yards with two rushing touchdowns. The 49ers as a team, though, were really solid on the ground. They ran the ball 47 times for 186 rushing yards, which is equivalent to four rushing yards per carry. And they also had two rushing touchdowns. They were fantastic. They dominated the line of scrimmage. And Coleman and Brito were able, and Coleman, Brita, and Mostert were able to get some big conversions, which led to the draining of the clock for the entire second half, which gave the Vikings little time to work with. I don't think it would have mattered anyway because of how the defense played, but as a whole, the 49ers can control the line of scrimmage like they did against the Vikings on Saturday. You should see this team experience a lot of success on Sunday. Now, leading the receiving core was wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, who had three receptions and 40 receiving yards for and one receiving touchdown. It was actually the first touchdown of the game on that opening drive. So he definitely helped provide a spark early on for the 49ers, and they were able to coast from that point forward. However, tight end George Kittle really did not play that well. He had three receptions for 16 receiving yards. Didn't do much. I mentioned yesterday in last week's video how Kendricks was one of the best coverage linebackers in the entire league, and he ended up shutting down Kittle and also got himself an interception. So I'm not that surprised that Kittle struggled, but he will look to definitely bounce back against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. It is worth mentioning, though, that only four players actually caught a pass for the 49ers, 
and no one had more than three receptions. I know that a lot of that to do with game flow in this game, but somebody else is going to have to step up for the 49ers because if you're going against Green Bay, I expect this game to be somewhat close, and I think you will need somebody else to step up in the receiving core, especially if Green Bay decides to stack the box and dare Garoppolo to throw the ball down the field. Now, the main reason why San Francisco was able to win this game was its elite defense, and it absolutely balled out on Saturday. Defense had six sacks, forced two turnovers, and held Minnesota to just 147 total yards. It also is worth mentioning that the Vikings had a total of seven first downs, which just showcases how good this 49ers defense is when healthy. I mean, you saw Alexander back in the lineup, you saw Ford back in the lineup, and both of them looked really good. Alexander missed a couple of tackles, but his presence alone was definitely noticed, and the 49ers will look to stifle Green Bay's passing attack once again on Sunday evening. Now, switching gears, talking about some of the injury news, uh, edge rusher D4 did not practice this week with a quad and a hamstring injury, and George Kittle did not practice on Wednesday due to an ankle injury. Both of them will be playing because of the NFC Championship game, but it is worth mentioning, and both of them should not be at 100%, but either or, Ford and Kittle are still uh, two huge pieces of this 49ers team, and one can expect him or both of them, I should say, to make an impact in this game. Uh, both of them will play. It's just a matter of how uh, much the coaching staff will actually force them to practice during the course of the week. Both of them, even if they don't practice during the week, they will be playing. The main the main thing regarding both of them is to just make sure that they are healthy, as healthy as possible uh, leading into the opening kickoff. Now, uh, before we get into the Packers, uh, quick uh, question that people always ask me is where do I always bet on my, you know, football, and all I can say about that is that it's 2020, we're heading to a new year, and for the first time in a long time, the Patriots are not making the Super Bowl. So who's your next pick? Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. Football not your thing? No worries, MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, they've even got odds on the UFC, and with everybody's favorite Irish uh, fighter coming up and Conor McGregor on the 18th, things are about to get very exciting. MyBookie has the fastest payouts, the best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000, which means that if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV. Once again, that's the letters BLV to activate the offer. Bet, win, get paid. Now, talking about the Green Bay Packers, they also uh, looked pretty good last week as they were able to beat the Seattle Seahawks at home by the score of 28-23. to Aaron Rodgers ended up completing 16 of his 27 passes for 243 passing yards, with two passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. Running back Aaron Jones had 21 carries for 61 rushing yards, which was not very efficient, but he was able to get into the end zone twice. Arguably one and a half, because I'm not really sure if he got in on one of them, but they called it a touchdown and it stood, so... Uh, he ended up having two rushing touchdowns, and the main reason why the Packers were able to win was wide receiver Devonta Adams, who absolutely torched Seattle secondary for eight receptions and 160 yards, along with two receiving touchdowns. Now, Adams will have a much diff uh, more difficult task on Sunday. Instead of going up against the banged-up Seattle secondary, he now has to face Richard Sherman, who was able to get an interception, and he was also able to shut down Thielen and whoever he was guarding that particular day. Sherman's still one of the best corners in the league, and now he has his hands full against one of the best receivers in the league. It should be a really solid matchup. Now, Green Bay's defense was also really good, uh, well, for at least the first half. They kind of fell apart a little bit in the second half. 
But Green Bay's defense ended up sacking Russell Wilson five times, and they forced Seattle to go just three for nine on third down conversions. So they were able to get off the field when they needed to. And if the 49ers plan on winning this game, they will definitely need to do a good job at converting on third downs. Uh, the way that you are going to have to beat Green Bay is to keep their offense off the field. And if Garoppolo is able to do better than three for nine on third downs, then you should see Green Bay struggle and potentially play catch up in the second half. Now, talking about the injury report, a couple more injuries than the 49ers on this one. A wide receiver, Jordan Allison, has not practiced this week due to an illness, and he's currently questionable for this game. Defensive tackle, Kenny Clark, is dealing with back injury, but he was limited in practice. And wide receiver, Alan Lazard, did suffer an ankle injury in the game against the Seahawks, but he is limited in practice and he is expected to play. Now, talking about the trends for the matchup, uh, Green Bay is 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five playoff road games, and San Francisco is 7-19-1 against the spread in their last 27 games as a home favorite. My prediction for this game, I think the 49ers will win, but I think this game will be a lot closer than the absolute debacle that happened earlier this season in which San Francisco was able to win at home by the score of 37-8. to I think this game will be a lot closer. I think the 49ers will win by the score of 24-20, to which means that I like the Packers plus the 7.5, and, and I also like the under 46.5. Now, the main reasons why I like the Packers to cover the number is, just simply put, I don't trust the 49ers' offense enough to score enough points to cover this number. Garoppolo, even though the team was able to run the ball really well against Minnesota, Garoppolo really didn't look good in his first playoff game, going 11 for 19. Through a really bad interception, he looked a little bit lost in the pocket a couple of times. Um, you had the miracle conversion uh, to Bourne on that third down earlier in the game. Garoppolo just didn't look comfortable in the pocket, and Green Bay is really good at getting after the passer. So I personally think Garoppolo will struggle a bit. I think that the running game will be stifled a bit more than what Minnesota did, because Green Bay will probably stack the box and force Garoppolo to throw. Kittle's also not 100%, so you have to wonder how effective he will be. I still think he'll play well, but that is definitely something to keep in mind. Now, Green Bay's uh, MO this season has been to win and to win ugly. This team tends to play games really close. They don't really look impressive. They don't play a full 60-minute uh, game pretty much ever. But at the same point, this team has played well lately as it has won six straight. And each of those games, or I should say, um, let me actually look at this really quickly. Four of the last five games have been decided by single digits, and I think this game will be really close. I think the 49ers should be able to take to win the game at home due to the very strong home field advantage that it has. But at the end of the day, I think 7.5 points is too many to give Aaron Rodgers. I think this game will be close. I think the Rodgers will have a chance to potentially win the game. But I think the 49ers will make enough plays defensively, and they will get after Rodgers once again in this matchup, and I think that you should see the 49ers advance to the Super Bowl, but I still like the under 46.5, because I think both defenses will play well, and I like the Packers plus 7.5, I think this game should be decided within one touchdown. Now, once again, though, if you want more information about the 49ers exclusively, Believe has you covered, check out the Believe in 49ers podcast hosted by Rashawn Haylock, alongside 13-year NFL veteran Eric Davis. Once again, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Show Radio if you want to reach out to me personally. But once again, that's going to be this installment of Betting Bay Area here with the Believe Podcast Network. Good luck to all of you and your respective bets today. Bye, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.